Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here's another episode of the Lion's Den Corona Files. <laughs> All right, wash your hands. I guess that's going to be the hashtag. Right? <laughs> Hey, so, but listen, we have a special guest. He's normally behind the scenes making sure that we look good. Well, you know, some of us already look good naturally. But, <laughs> but, but no, what he does is uh, he makes sure that our, our, our images is good. The, uh, the, the photography is good. The, the advertisement is good. Hey, I want to give a special, special warm welcome to CJ, right? Welcome, welcome, brother. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Of innovative photography, right? Yes, sir. All right, so tell me about it, man. How did you get started and why did you get started? So it started out uh, very simple. I always loved doing photography. I had it with my phone, just taking pictures, walking around, taking pictures here and there, selfies, you know, stuff like that back in the day. Mm Then uh, it kind of got into, hey, I was taking pictures of my car. Oh, I love the car. I take pictures of the car. Mm-hmm. Then I got my first uh, little, you know, point-and-shoot camera. Okay. I was walking around, I was taking pictures. Like, yo, this is awesome. I mm-hmm. love this. Mm-hmm. Do this. Then, you know, had kids. My first kids. Like, okay, you know, yeah. got to take pictures of the little ones. We're taking pictures. And the more I did it, the more I got into it, the more I loved it mm-hmm. and realized, yo, I got a real passion for this. Mm-hmm. Then later on, my dad gave me, his digital camera. He's like, it's just sitting here. It's not doing nothing. I see you taking lots of pictures. I, Cause I'd go out with the phone and I take pictures. I upload it. Cause I had a car club back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I was taking mm-hmm. pictures with the, the phone mm-hmm. all the time. And he was like, you know, I see you doing big things. Here, have this camera. So that's how I got my first digital uh, camera. So I started doing that. And a lot of people are like, yo, you, you're really good. Can mm-hmm. you, can you take my picture? Can you take a picture of my car? I was like, sure. Why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. And then, I decided, you know, let me upgrade because, you know, mm-hmm. you're always, always stepping up, always Absolutely. stepping up. Yes. So I got the next one and I started hanging out with some other photographers. You know, I'm taking pictures with them like, yo, you're actually really good. Like, and this house, I got the name. It was, we're out shooting and my first big photo shoot, uh, this guy named Face. I don't know if you guys might know him, Aaron Lee, great photographer, great mentor. I climbed up on one of the walls. And they start looking around like, yo, what the hell are and you doing? Looking, Whoa, yeah, <laughs> like, like he real creative. What you doing all the way up there, man? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm getting this shot. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes later, I'm gone again. I like had gone up around another wall, and I was between some train tracks trying to shoot down at the model between the things. And it's like, wow, mm-hmm. this this guy's doing a lot up here. You know, like mm-hmm. moving around. So the more I start doing that, just like, man, you know, I. I can make some money off of this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having fun. It's a good little hustle and people want me to come out and do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it kind of went from there and I was like, I got to have a name. Yeah. I went back to the first shoot and mm-hmm. I was getting creative, innovative, innovative photography. Awesome. I'm always trying to do something. Mm-hmm. One of the next shoots I did was with a young lady. We went out by a park in the, at nighttime. I'm climbing up in the trees, trying to get that shot of her through leaves and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You really up there right now? Right. <laughs> Got to get the shot. So you basically are doing what other individuals are getting the um, those drones to do. Yep. So you're doing it yourself. Yep. Trying wow. to. It's actually going to be one of my next investments when I get mm-hmm. the time trying to get some drones. But yeah, it's That's money in that too. Yeah, man. it is. Yep. Serious get money. New aerial C- photography. CJ, yep. question for you, man. Answer for it. Because you're, 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 you said that you was climbing around like high areas. What constitutes the shot for you? 
like I mean, there's a lot of artists, like a lot of photographer, photographers out there that look for certain things. What is it that catches your eyes? Like, man, I got to get this. It's it's really about the feel and what we're going for. Because sometimes I want that mood. Like, you got to get the emotion in it, the passion. So it depends on what's being shot at the time. Mm-hmm. So the first time I climbed up on the wall, we were at uh, is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, the college allowed students to actually graffiti on those walls. It's the only place you could do graffiti on the whole campus. So there's graffiti everywhere. So we're all shooting. They had smoke grenades and stuff, but I just wanted something different where it's like, you see all this art behind her, but I wanted you to be able to see her from just something different. Just not your unique or not, not your average shot. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. I got you head on. It's like, no, I want this down here. I want to be a look up at him. You know, I wanted to always make it stand out some, but still grab that emotion. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really on what's going on that day. So so what makes it the photo like, right? So I've been a part of some weddings and different things like that. But tell me as a photographer, when you know you've you've met your client's intentions, like how, what's that feeling like? For me, it feels great. But um, it's, it's really hard. You got to be able to talk with them beforehand, kind of see what they're looking for. But uh, that's why when I shoot, mm-hmm. personally, a lot of I had a lot of photographers tell me, hey, don't do this. But I do it because I like being able to see the reaction that my clients get as I go. I'll shoot, take a few shots, and I show them. Yeah. Hey, look, here's what it is, and you can see the reaction. Like, Yo, that's it. I'm yeah. Like, okay, this is the style they want. This is what they're loving, and I kind of keep going with that. Whereas a lot of photographers are like, no, don't show them all those because what if you don't like that later and they want? It? I'm like, well, this is what they want because everyone has a different eye. Absolutely. Like we could take the same exact picture with the same camera and end up with it looking completely different. Right. So, CJ, I got one for you. How do you know when you've captured that perfect angle, that perfect shot, or you got that moment to where, like, I did that, I made it happen on that one? Oh, I feel it. I'll, I'll go through, I'll see it, and I'm like, that's it, I'm mm. good. Like, I don't need more. I take more, of course. But I'm like, I, I see it. I see the image that was in my head, and I see it on the camera screen. I'm like, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm bad, my bad. <laughs> I, got, I got a question for you. Um, so I know, like you shoot us, right? Yep. And I kind of make your job easy because I'm I'm extremely. If you don't shut your ass, hold on, hold on, man. I make your job easy, man. It's like goddamn, we just giving you money when you when you when you take pictures of me and shit. You know what I mean? But when you gotta when you gotta work with somebody that's a little bit hard to work with, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't have the natural abilities that I do. <laughs> bro, how do you bro. how do you get there? How do you Yo. make that? How do you make the magic happen? Man, listen, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. that not a good, that's a bomb ass no, question. That's it. That's it. You, you know what you're trying to say. So what you're trying to say is that it's ugly people in the world, and there may be ugly people in the world. However, how do you so, make it work? So yeah, and I just want to make sure because it's sounding crazy. But seriously, and so I think we're all in our own way asking the same question right. but okay. in a different way so let's say for example you go into a spot like this right how do you get it because based off of the limited uh equipment that you have you make it pop you get what i mean yep. so yep. even from not just the environment but people faces like how do you do that is it much uh re not re-engineering but it's almost like when um djing or making beats you need a, a eq Right. So is it different filters that you have to add and, and all this? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of it will start from 
in camera, the biggest things when I talk to people, uh, especially if they're not very confident, it's going to be just relax a little bit because when you go into it thinking, like, oh, I'm not that good looking or, you know, the light in here sucks. Like, look, you don't worry about that. You relax, do you, do whatever we're trying to do. And then it's all about getting to different angles, getting to different lightings. There are some pictures where they come out, you just have to put it in black and white. Like, eh, it doesn't look all that great. Let me go ahead and switch it to black and white. But then it's still on that feel. Like, you know, I see this. Oh, this looks good. Or boom, black and white feel. Oh, that looks so much better. Mm-hmm. So, but um, for me, when I'm out shooting, if it's someone who is not photogenic or doesn't point like to me camera. like no, that. No, no, no. I, I was, I pointed. That. And so I was pointing to, <laughs> you know to let you know I was responding to your, <laughs> no, your question. No, no, no. You did it on purpose. You got a talent to make you feel good. <laughs> but when you have someone who feels that way, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, or if I try not, I never go into it looking at it that way because everyone's beautiful to somebody. There's somebody out there who's going to think, man, that's the sexiest person on earth. Right. So, Kind of when you're shooting, think of that uh, when working with a subject. Like, you know, this person is a good-looking individual, even if your personal perception is they're not. Somebody thinks they're good-looking. Focus on that. Shoot okay. somebody with what, I think people can't see my camera, but uh, quote-unquote lower looks or whatever the case may be. Still shoot them as if you're shooting a supermodel. Homely okay. is the word. Homely. Yeah. So, oh. so- <laughs> so they don't look like Cindy Crawford. They look like you because know, everyone Frederick wants Douglas. to feel sexy. Yeah. So Frederick Douglass. Bro, listen. If you look at them bitches in that lopsided yeah. fro, bro, yeah, man, bro, bro, he was in his day, in his day, bro, he was yeah. out of line. Listen, look, Frederick Douglass was a slave, and it looked like it on the face. <laughs> but, but seriously, but no, no, and so, so that's good, man. That, that's a testimony to your your talent, man, and and I appreciate that. So, what I've uh, asked everybody, it, and you wasn't here for this, okay. but talk about what brought you here to be a part of the Lions Den, and where do you see it five years from now? So what brought me to it is with uh, my wife and I both being kind of like entrepreneur type. We love seeing people succeed. We love helping people out. And we have that mentality of I eat, you eat. Mm -hmm. So if I'm successful, I'm going to help you be successful. Even if I'm not being successful, if I have something I can input to help you elevate, we like doing that. So that's kind of what brought me here. She was telling me about, you know, the DJ and Hey starting this podcast thing. It's like, you know. I could do something with that, you know, take some pictures there. And then like we had spoke about that. And then I started getting into the videography. It's like, okay, yeah, we can, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I can learn. I give you the product. And then it also opens it up some more viewers. Like I was saying, people like seeing that face mm-hmm. to what they hear. Cause with a lot of the new generations say, Oh man, I want to see what's going on. Or if you're on YouTube watching videos it's nice having music videos sometimes just has like little things that's flashing but you actually want to see what's going on so i was like okay i got something i can help put in to help elevate because we it's going somewhere so five years i don't know i hadn't looked that far ahead i was thinking more like a couple months to a year or so so what you see i I see it getting bigger getting Mm -hmm. bigger where you're gonna have a lot more of a following we're gonna be able to have these not just live we're gonna have like full hd video going on where people can come back later and log in on youtube or wherever we have it posted and they see the whole episode 
we'll have different things popping up, you know, and then we'll still have little snippets of the commercial right. to drag them over to wherever the full video is. But that's why I see at least a few months to a year having it where they go online and they got the whole thing. You got the, the backdrop here. We're going to have this HD video. I'm like, boom, yo. I'm going to, yeah, as you see me today with the gimbal, my little new toy, walking around, you're going to get different views. You're going to be able to see everything. It's going to be like the shade room. You're going to be like, yo. And, and you know, and before and before you go, and I appreciate that, what I, what I love is this is so much larger than a podcast. I was talking to them last week about this is a a a media company if you think about it right because we have the capability of not just reaching thousands of individuals which we're already doing yep. but how do we connect people to help them want to do better you get what i mean so now with you and your talent with foots and his herman whenever he find his seriously though because before you said that i would not have thought about that but with your vision based off of what we've been doing so far I said five years you see that in months to a year right so that's showing the how fast we're able to go but with working to get man that's beautiful what you got Herman? so so on my way out for you you know I mean question for you is all the young CJs out there that that are taking an interest in photography there you know you what I'm saying that want to to follow in your footsteps or just getting the photography game. What is your what is the the tips or the secrets that you would like to pass on to them? Like, hey, this is what you need to look out for. I would say for starters, go out and do it. Like uh, one of the biggest things is the more you shoot, the more practice you get, the more you find out what you like, what you don't like. Uh, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do a certain type of photography or that you need to be good in every type of photography. Because personally. I don't really like doing weddings. It's high stress. Mm -hmm. Good money, it is. but high stress. It's like DJing, man. Yep. It's horrible because, it, yeah, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. no, you no. Yeah, it's, it's one of those where that, those are those moments you can't recapture. Mm -hmm. Like, you miss it, you miss it. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I know I can do it. I just don't want to get into that kind of stress levels. I know people who do not like doing babies. Period. They're great photographers. They're like, I will not shoot a baby. Why? They just don't want to work with babies. I've ran a few people who just refused to work with babies. I know a uh, photographer, I was working with her in Germany. We went out on a boudoir shoot together. We were having fun, like, doing a shoot. She's like, this is cool. I like it. Not for me. I don't want to do this. Mm. And she actually went back to newborns. That's all she focuses on now. She's a great newborn photographer, but she doesn't want to do those kind of shoots. Mm -hmm. So I've met people who don't want to work with people at all. All they want to do is shoot landscape. So what I'm trying to tell people when they're trying to come up, go out, find out what you like, try everything. Or if you find something you like, stick with it. Become, but, become a master at it. Yeah. You know what? And, and to your point, I want to give a shout out to my man's making shots photography, uh, Martinez. He, he just left, man. Yeah, making shots. Yep. Yeah. Walt. Yeah, yeah. man. He, he, he's been getting it in. And he was here in St. Louis and he's down there in Florida getting it. And yep. so to what you're saying is find out what you like instead of doing what everyone is doing yep. because right. he, he would talk to me about just different things. Everybody want to do this because they see me doing mm -hmm. it, which is okay. But 
they're 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 messing up the market if you yeah. will because their passion isn't right, there right, right? Yep. because it's almost like the six degrees of separation all right we're in the military it's cut in half so now it's three i know you you know him and you know chief right because of the, you get what i mean or, yeah. or anybody right but just because i'm doing this because you know me now you say you know what i can do a podcast and it's yeah. going to pop off but do you really love it exactly. or or is it just because you can reach out and you can touch me and that means that you can do it too yeah. so how do you encourage an individual to find their their why if you can like a young you know like a young cj to his point i would say don't focus on everyone else find their why let's see it's it's tricky, but because, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of goes into business too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like why why would you do this? Like if if you don't love it, don't don't focus on don't make it a business. Some people don't want to do photography as a business. Some people don't want to DJ as a mm-hmm. business. They just want to do it for fun. Mm-hmm. So I've met people who've done it where they're like, yeah, I want to go out. I want to make some money doing photography. But once they got into the business aspect of it, they're like, oh, this is a lot of work. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. Yeah, it's a and hobby. It's a hobby, a yeah. difference from a business. Yeah, and there's, there's nothing wrong with, hey, I love shooting. I don't want to charge people and I don't want to go down this road. There's nothing wrong with it. It would just be what's passionate. Because once you get to that point where you're doing it and you're not enjoying it anymore. Nah, it's work. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not really worth it. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta love it. Find that, that balance. Mm-hmm. Like I do some shoots where I just want to go out and I just want to shoot. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go meet up. Let's go shoot. I don't care that that's that. But I still have the business aspect where, okay, uh, photographer and client we'll go out and make some money. We're gonna do the shoot. I'm still gonna get the shots. I still love doing it but still just go out and have fun is BS. So you still have to understand the value of your time and yep. your profession. And that's the hardest thing. And your equipment because, okay, even though it's a hobby, you can say you love to do it, but, you know, you didn't get it off of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone had to invest in you or someone paid you for it. Yep. Okay. All right. And I was actually going to go back to with some of the new guys trying to come up. Pricing your time and your expertise is really difficult mm, because speak on that. even I still do it a lot where it's like oh man this is how much I know my I feel my time is worth but I don't want to charge this because you know you don't want to lose a person but then you start doing it it's like uh, I don't know if this is right it's it's really hard so one of the biggest things coming out of Germany that I started doing and it's it's definitely made me made my life a little easier is Find what you feel you're worth. Mm-hmm. Kind of check the market a little bit. There you go. Find what you feel mm-hmm. you're worth. Set your price and leave it. Mm-hmm. I've noticed the most stress I have when doing photo shoots and working with clients are the people who, hey, can I, can I do a little bit cheaper here? I, I don't want to pay this much here. And once you start dropping your price to meet them, it's like every little thing they want nickel and dime. And now they're going like, to now it's devaluing your product, yep, and they end up being the most work. Set it and go. <laughs> yep. Set it and go. Yeah. Don't stress about it because you will just continue to stress more and more and more. You know, now what would you think? And this is what I would say is just on the DJ uh, side. If you want to get into the market and you want to make it a business, true, find out what the demographics is because yep. it's, it's, See, different money. Difference. Yep. it's different money in Europe than it is over here, right? But also find out, find a mentor. Or someone that's right. already getting it. So right. they can say, hey, bro, 
hey, this is what the this is what they're asking. But based off of what you can do and what you can offer, you can ask this yep. price and don't back down for it. And or if you back down or if you want to uh, take a, a couple of hundred dollars off, take a couple of hundred dollars off of what you're supplying. You get what I'm saying? Because you have individuals that have a, a platinum uh, idea of how they want their event to be, but they can have an aluminum foil budget. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So now what you're going to do, you're going to leave with a couple of dollars in your pocket, let's say a couple of hundred dollars, but your equipment costs a thousand. Yep. And so if somebody jack it up, you yep. feel me? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's almost like finding your signature, right? When you talk about photography, if I Google photography's near me right now, what would separate you from all the others that I find. Ooh, and I'm looking at good. reviews and all that other stuff. But to me, when I look at photography, DJ and whatever is, what is your signature? Yeah, what like are you known for? What do you leave behind that people are like, yeah, if you're looking for this, this is the guy or gal. Yeah. See, and that's, that was one of the things, even when I was in Germany, I was focused on trying to figure it out. It is extremely difficult yeah. with photography and Working with some, uh, this one lady, she has got pictures in Vogue. Like, she is mm -hmm. top notch. She was telling me the same thing. Find that one thing you're good at yeah. and focus on that. The problem is I love doing different things. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to boudoir photography, I have a style. What is that? So boudoir is... Is that with naked chicks? Because that's what it sounds like. Yes. Mm -hmm. like, yes. but... Yes and no. So it is like, but it is uh, the more intimate mm -hmm. type of photography, lingerie. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is a lot can of it I do, was cheesy. Can I do it in silk boxes? Sound you like can I do it in silk boxes. That's what happens with the male photographers. It's hard for me being the guy. Right, right doing that because there are guys out there I know it was a joke but there are guys out there that do that like oh man he could take pictures of women naked let me go ahead and get a camera like mm -hmm. no it's not even about that it's about the art, the art so what now. separates my boudoir style from a lot of other people I love darker moody style photos like I do it where it's either in the room or in the, um, the studio and I'm working on angles and it's shadowed so you're going to see part of them and like that's what sets my style off that way but for other regular photography portraits seniors uh, newborns and stuff I kind of just like play with lighting and play with angles mm -hmm. so you have some photographers who do that you have some who just want to go straight on or whatever the case may be when it comes to everything else it's a little harder for me I like being more dynamic with that because there's some days where I'm gonna shoot it like you guys see me walking I get low mm -hmm. like there's sometimes I want to shoot up is you bigger more masculine type thing and I got the the mics certain ways other times I want to be separated and I want to see you straight on mm -hmm. so my style is very dynamic when it comes to regular. So when you go man, online, that's vision, bro. We, we, we missing the opportunity, man. We need to be doing this naked. See, I don't know why. Okay, so listen, anytime somebody saying, talking, you know, no, you know don't, don't, don't make it a period. We gotta, we gotta do it no, on his strength. No, you know what I'm no, saying? No, bro. <laughs> Banana hammocks. <laughs> Larry, Larry. Hey, get, get your boy. Get your boy. Let's wrap this up. Bro, he's so out of line. He's so out of line. But yo, but no, anyway, man, look, I do want to. Uh, so, damn it. So hey, you know what? We was going somewhere with it. Hey, you ready? So, hey, but look, seriously, yeah. look, man, look, I want to give you a special shout out, man. Thank right. you, seriously, man, from me to you, the Lions Den, man, and 
in the world Appreciate because you. based Appreciate off of you. your vision, mm-hmm. I can't see what you see, but it helps everyone else see what we want them to see. Absolutely. If you feel what I'm saying. So we oh, appreciate yeah. you, man. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. And where can people find you at, man? Because so we can uh, blast you out. All right. So there's a couple places on Facebook. If you search uh, just Innovative Photography, it's Facebook at Innovative Photography. On Instagram, it's Innovative Photography underscore by CJ. And our official website that is live is www.innovativephotography.online. Boy, hey, y'all heard it there. And so hey, we have to support each other. We have to connect with individuals, even if they're not able to do what we do. They have some added value, because if we don't do it, who will? Right. So make sure you wash your hands and do whatever you got to do. And uh, we're going to see you on the flip flop. Welcome to the Lion's Den. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth. <laughs>